small towns everywhere going back to school. We reminisce, we make predictions, we share perspectives from students, parents, and teachers. We also talk about over-communication. Are you a parent that has to read all these emails from schools and summer camps that go on and on and on? It's like, just get to the point! We also wrap up Skittlebutt Summer Book Club. I finished Cosmos. I'm going to blow your mind with something. And then Mike talks about that history book he was reading. And then Kathy had a self-help book or something. I don't know. I'll let them speak for themselves. And then finally, we'll wrap up with some more adult ed classes that are offered in our community. And we're going to uh, assess the value of those classes. Okay. Let's do this, right? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Perez Martial Arts. Their motto is, in family we trust. I know that because it's printed right on the t-shirt that's hanging on the wall in front of me. That's a good motto, Perez Martial Arts. Small Town Scuttlebots. School started yesterday, and I'm trying to come up with a school-related intro. Like, hey, how's school? That's it. Hey, guys, Scuttlebots, how's school? Are you in school? Are you going to go to school someday? Are you going to go back to school? Do you know somebody that is educated at a school? It's a moment. It's a milestone in the year. It's it's the one day of the year when you go back to school mm-hmm. and there's energy all around it. And it's permeating in the northeast corner of my basement, a.k.a. the small town Scuttlebutt Studio, where I am right now. And uh, I'm hanging out with Mike Page, who is chomping at the bit to say something. But I'm going to hold him off for one second because I also have to introduce Kathy Ferris. We're two days into the school year. What's going on, Michael? Well, I just want to know, how did your kids' first day of school photos come out? Because based on what I have seen from Facebook, that's the only thing that the first day of school is about. You you get your photo taken before school, mm-hmm. and it's all downhill from there. You got yes. to get that post on the first day of school so everybody's like, oh, look how cute your kids are. They're growing up so fast. Mike, OMG. Mike, Mike, Mike. No, 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 no. In this town, you got to take it a step further. You have to go to some douchey store like Pottery Barn, right? And you sure. have to spend 40 bucks on a piece of chalkboard. Yes. That's uh, kind of like segmented, uh. and you fill in the blanks. Yeah. It's like, my name is Julie. I'm going into the when did Pottery Barn fourth grade. Douchey? And then, you know, I want to be a scientist. I'm going to be a dentist. No, no, a fourth grade girl. I'm going to be a vet. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We're stereotyping fourth. Really like crapping fourth, on fourth grade girls in the pottery. No, barn I'm just stereotyping here. them. They all think they're going to be vets. Well, it's Way pottery barn it kids. Let's be. I just want serious. all those fourth grade girls to know that they're not all going to be vets. And if people tell you that you can be whatever you want, think about the mathematical improbability that all of you are going to be vets. What I like about this Maybe time I of the year, what I, I t- like about this time of the year is it doesn't matter like how old your kids are, or how old you are. Like you always remember this time of the year, right? Yeah. You're wearing like the new clothes and the dread of going back to school. Dread? Is I'm, that where you were? Yeah. Yeah. K to twelve, dread. Yeah. How about college? No, I like college. Of course. Yeah. Best college. time of your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Dread or excitement? First day of school. Uh, well, I always, it was dread that the summer was over, but I was always happy to get back to seeing everybody. Uh, and then college, I was amped because I went to Penn State. So like bring on football season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Like 
I couldn't wait for school to start back sure. up because uh, college football usually started the Saturday right before. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. about now as a teacher? Now, um, well, I, I look at it now as it's laughable to me. I see everybody's Facebook post of how cute and adorable their child was at 7 in, in the morning. But then I'm at after school. I see the reality of like this kid just they have seen some stuff at mm-hmm. school and like, you know, the bow tie that was perfect in the morning is now totally crooked. If it's still on at all, uh, the pigtails are, are just destroyed. Uh, there's knots in the hair. Yeah, uh, I love it. So you're, you're but, saying but what's funny is like so I see that and I like have a, a good time hanging out with the kids. But then like I go home and I see social media from the same day and I'm like, oh, that's the same kid. Oh. I, w- I wouldn't have known what parents could do for if you have a sense of humor or want to juxtapose, you know, the beginning of the day versus the end of the day. Oh, yeah. You could do the morning picture when you went onto the bus right. with all the pomp and circumstance right. and then. Kids are be kids. What yeah. you look like when you're all hot yeah. and sweaty. It's and like AM, following your dreams, mm-hmm. and PM, just coming out of a divorce settlement. <laughs> yeah. I'm an yeah. adolescent. Uh, Rick, never mind high school and college. As a parent today, with kids that just returned to school, how are you feeling? We went to a friend's house for dinner the other night. Mm-hmm. Kids were in the back. They're playing tug of war. Rosie and this boy both wanted to be the anchor on their team. Yep. Rosie was already in anchor position holding on the end of the rope. The boy wanted to assume that role. Mm -hmm. They had an exchange of friendly, like, nope, I'm doing it. She wasn't going to abdicate. I was impressed. I stayed, I kept watching. She said, nope, I'm the anchor. And she yanked the rope right out of his hands. Wow. And he just picked it up and held on and was like, let's do it. And accepted his role as not the anchor. Right, because he just got put in his place. And I talked to Rosie after. I said, you weren't intimidated at all? She she said, nope, we're in the same grade. Like, that was her only metric. We're in the same grade. Wow. We're in the same grade, so we are just on, doing... On a level playing field. He's he's a boy. He's physically stronger than you. He's... Well, hang well, on. Well, not, well. not He was. I was, I was there. I was yeah, there. Yeah, he was no. a bigger dude. He must have been about eight feet tall. So big. But anyway, you know, the kid was cool, too. He, put, he, he took a stab at it. He thought he could walk in and just take the end of the rope. He was corrected, accepted it. And uh, so I was proud of both kids. So my my daughter's going to go to school, fourth grade. She'll crush it. My son, he's still, like, trying to figure out if he likes school. Charlie's going to love school, and here's how I know. When I had Charlie at the after-school program, he put on a clinic on how to play air guitar. He did? This girl sitting next to him was, like, crying, laughing. Yeah. And that is why Charlie will love school. Not for the academics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie will love it because he will know... The teacher may or may not care for what I'm doing right now, but I have an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because oh. Charlie, not unlike his father, loves an audience. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's good, though. I, I want to raise my kids to be better than me. And um, I know I, I've got flaws, and maybe I'd take things too far. I'd be like, hey, let's tone down the jokey jokes at school. But I absolutely loved having Charlie because he's like what you want a kid to be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So my my son's gonna go to school and socialize, and yeah, he's going places. Yes, detention being one of them. <laughs> no, he's a good boy. You know what the trick is as a dad, and it's like a teacher, like inquiry. If you can get the inquiry, the rest is a cakewalk. It's like they mm-hmm. want to learn. You can't ask for anything more out of a kid. So anyway, I'm looking forward to the school year. Over communication. So I'm a parent and I got these kids that are in camps and they go to school and the schools 
and the camps feel the need to write very long-winded emails. There's a lot of paperwork. First of all, if you wrote a long paragraph and then ended it with, without further ado, you just admitted that you've wasted all of our time because the very definition of ado is what, Mike? Insignificance. W- wasting time. I yeah. feel like yeah. this piece right here is without further ado. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I think it's with lots of ado. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ado here, and I did that in purpose, wise guys. The so the scuttlebuds can be like, oh, I know what ado is, because Rick's been doing ado without yeah. further ado. Nobody ever says, anyway, to add a little more ado here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at, I think we should start making that a thing, because we do it all the time. We always ado. you got to simplify the pickup and the drop-off, right? You don't need, I mean, just shy of a retina scan, we're, we're, we have to like download QR codes in some instances. In other instances, we're asked to make large banners to put on the dashboard with your children's names on them. What, what part of this kid is already getting into my car independently isn't giving away that, that this is my offspring, you know? Like, I do you think, like my son, Charlie, like, look at him. He's got chocolate all over his face. He's been chewing on the collar of his shirt. And that so thing's ripped Rick. apart. We just bought that. Do you think, do you think I want to claim that guy? Of course I do. Oh, he's I a cute little dude, say, but I mean, he wouldn't be my first choice. I'll tell you that. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did we move the needle into a more expedited pickup and drop off? When we have the banner versus not having the banner and uh, also with this QR code, we always play that game, that passive aggressive. They know the answer to the question. Uh, Do you have a QR code? And my answer is uh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, It was in the email. I'm like, I stopped reading those emails 5,000 paragraphs ago. Button them up, tighten them. That's my take. Okay. You're the sender. I'm the receiver of these messages. Note to the sender. If you want people to read your emails, Cut them by about 800 words. That's fair. Yes. What I will say is pickup lines, having worked at a camp that had like the name tag in the windshield for years, there's nothing more aggravating. I get a lot of pickup lines. Yeah. But Mike, when, are you tired? When you are a... Because you've been running through my mind all night. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, excuse me, go on. Go on. Wow. What a dream <laughs> boat. No wonder you caught Leslie. Right. <laughs> when, when you are... The parent that picks up every day, and I know who your kid is, fine. Mm-hmm. When you're the parent that picks up every day, but it's there's four different people that run dismissal or whatever, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who your kid is. When there's a parent that you know this is the, this is the parent that picks up all the time, and you don't have the thing on your dashboard ready to go, it is infuriating because it's like, you do this every day. How do you not know the drill by now? Mm, yeah, well, I told you what the pushback is. How about this? It's a school, and these are teachers. How about we give the responsibility to the kids? Hey, kids, have with you your parents' driver's uh, license plate number on you know in your card in your pocket or on your book bag are you or whatever. Kidding me? This, just you know, you slap, were just you talking know what? Put about... my license plate number on. The, I'm going to embroider it on the back of his backpack. I'm like, look at the backpack. You were it lines just talking up with about my... ways to make pickup more efficient, and I think you've nailed it. Put yep. the onus on the kids, yes. who you just said your kid has chocolate all over his face, and what right. was the other thing? His sh- he's he, been he, chewing he's on chewing his shirt. shirt. He chews who, on the collar of his shirt. Who better <laughs> to be the responsible one in the party? Not Rick. Let's yeah. not ask Rick to do it. Charlie. 
Uh, please wipe the chocolate off your face and show us your dad's ID card. What if it's a henna tattoo, which is like a temporary tattoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has like like a picture of his dad. Yeah. And like his blood type. Yeah. And like maybe some of his. Maybe this things. is the new direction like for doodle club. Like a security question. I love it. How about one of those Shazam rings? Like you and your kid oh, have to like put your fingers together that. and you say Wonder Shazam. Twin. Wonder Twin Power. Oh, who's the nerd now? Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. It's yeah. Just, that's not your kid. Shazam! Yeah. Get in, Charlie. We're sure. out of here. But I mean, how easy is it to replicate that? Yeah, uh, it's like a key. Like it's it's a pretty hard. On this. No, I don't know if that's that really that hard. Okay, I think we just anyway. We have certainly answered the question why Rick is not in charge of school dismissal. Exactly. Um, I think we've also overcommunicated my frustration with overcommunication. Perez Martial Arts is Medfield's premier martial arts school. Find out why so many people in Medfield turn to Perez Martial Arts for their martial arts training. Parents just like you have discovered how to maximize their child's potential and accelerate their development. Request more information or get started today with our exclusive online-only offer. That's at PerezMartialArts.com. Medfield members have seen improvements in as little as seven days. If this sounds like a well-written script, I'm just reading their website. Oh, cool, they've got some reviews at the bottom. This like reading rainbow hey you should go here but don't take my word for it a person named Catherine says i take karate there and they are amazing great instructors and great human beings see Catherine likes it if Catherine likes it don't you think you might like it or your kid Catherine seems like a reliable reviewer if Catherine says that she takes karate there and she likes it sign your kid up why not go to perezmartialarts.com and find out why so many people in medfield turn to perez martial arts for their martial arts training Yo, Mike, where's my 80s game synth bass? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, it's Rick Fink Jr. here. Small Town Scuttlebutt Book Club. It's out of this world. Oh, because like you read the Cosmos? That's right. Good one. Another segment, another great segment. Musical sequence, right, Mike? Yeah, I think so. Kathy, what do you think? I have no comment. Oh. Okay. I read Carl Sagan's Cosmos, right? Remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago? Mike's already rubbing his temples, but yeah. have you guys ever heard? Okay, so I finished the book, The Cosmos. Starts at the molecular level uh -huh. a billion zillion years ago, and then it takes us to where Voyager 1 and 2 are going. It's interstellar space. That means in between the galaxies, if, you, yeah. if you're not aware. So I'm not going to bore you with all 365 pages. I wonder if that was an accident or intentional. 365 pages. We're talking the cosmos. That's just coincidentally how Man. long it takes in Sagan. days to go around the sun if you're on Earth. 365. Interesting. Except for a leap year, which it would be. Now, if there day. were 365 and a quarter pages, that's Carl Sagan. Well. The fact Funny. that it ends at 365, mm. I think maybe mm. it is a coincidence. Acknowledgements. That doesn't count. Boom. And that's a, that's more than a half. Anywho, I'm going to just sum it up with one thing, because I told you I read this book, because I love to just sometimes think abstractly about, like, why are we here? What's what's the point? And how so, did I get here? How did I get eyeballs? This is a lot of a How did we evolve into mm -hmm. what's the, the what's Big the, Bang, and here we are. And I have eyeballs, and I can see you. And so I what's can, the answer? I can hear you 
Are we the only ones? This is so unique. Is there other life out there? Well, enter the Drake equation. Get out your pencil and your Frank book Drake. Book. Go or, ahead. Or at your, Frank Drake. Yep. The, the Drake kids, equation. The younger kids can get out there. This is this is where they kind of guess the number of other uh, species and civilizations that can communicate throughout the Milky Way galaxy. Go ahead. It's very good. Yeah, yes, it's Frank Drake. Yep. And do you know where he went to school? Uh, I'm gonna guess MIT. Cornell. Oh, okay. Where also Carl Sagan used oh, to. I was gonna uh, say Merrimack. Operate. Um, so let me just tell you this thing. Where do I want to start from? Let me, oh, can God. I just read you this one thing? Frank Drake of Cornell. Wow. Involves. Okay. Sub, okay. You know what's great about his his equation? I can tell you what the problem is with it, but go ahead. It involves subjects ranging from stellar and planetary astronomy to organic chemistry, evolutionary biology. History, politics, and abnormal psychology. Much of the cosmos is in the span of the Drake equation. I find that fascinating. Scientists are taking a lot of different disciplines and interconnecting them because everything's interconnected. You can't just ignore human behavior when you're studying the planets, right? Eye rolling, Kathy, over there? I'm not eye rolling. So this is how they come up with the number. The Drake equation sort of estimates how many other likely civilizations exist that are intelligent. And, and that bar, like what makes you intelligent, is if you can do radio communication. Kathy, okay. would you agree that that's what I said 30 seconds ago, but yeah. with a lot less ado? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. I do. About the ado. Yeah. What I want to know is like whatever happened to Lemon Pepper Lemon Pepper Freestyle, which is Drake's summer song, twenty twenty one. Different Drake. What's Drake's first name? That Drake. Francis, Sir. Sir Francis. That's a totally Drake. different podcast. My podcast would be the history one about Sir Francis Drake. Well, Can anyway, I'm done with the. be about Drake's cakes. <laughs> if anyone out there is interested, and they in both be more interesting. <laughs> In the cosmos and wants to learn Yeah, you more. can pick up the book The Cosmos by Carl Sagan and just read that instead of listening to Riff. If Mike or Kathy did this, mm -hmm. he would have had that, that whistle out oh, so yeah. fast. Have you guys ever heard about the Library of Alexandria? Oh, God. Got destroyed. Yeah. It brought on the Dark Ages. There was a thousand years of no scientific progress. Oh. Talk about the paradox of where we could be today if that hadn't happened, that one single event. Oh, man. The Alexandrians had... Every single book known in the so, world all right, transcribed Rick, and copied and put in their library, and then it got sad. Rick, I'm going to give you a time machine. Mm -hmm. You can go back to any moment in history to do whatever you want. Yeah. <gasps> do you go back to save the Library of Alexandria to be like, hey, everybody, I'm a hero. You don't know that I'm a hero because you don't know what could have happened. It was mm -hmm. called the Dark mm -hmm. Ages, and nobody liked it, and then the bubonic plague showed up. It was a terrible time for everybody, but I'm a hero. Please remember this. Yeah. Uh write about me in your history books. Do you go do that? Or are you going to like... Well, there would be no... I prevented human history from having to deal with the Dark Ages because I saved the library. And right, which is why you're taking all the credit for it. But right. nobody, nobody... By the way, it got renamed the, the library of the Fink. Fink. The right. Fink Library, yeah. Right. yeah. But nobody freestyle. would know 
because you can't convince them in that moment, guys, you don't know what's going to happen, but this building's going to mm-hmm. burn down, but I'm going to prevent it. Yeah. And, and it's now, take them five minutes to thank him, so we just leave anyway. No, I'd say we have to back all this up on the yeah. cloud. Here's now. what would happen, Kathy. There would be so much ado happening in Rick <laughs> explaining what could happen right. that the library would still burn down, and Rick would be like, ah. And it's because he didn't get his mobile would, order. And he'd just be racing it. to get back into his, his yeah. time machine. Got to go back. I got to get out of here quick <laughs> before you guys remember the name Fink. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That was fun. Can I? Can we move on? But yeah. is that when you go back to? Do you go back to save history? You know what? I've always thought I would go back and save Martin Luther King, but I feel like if I go way back, Martin Luther King or Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, I don't know what. Well, there's no Martin that. Luther. You're talking about Martin Luther, the, the 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 Christian guy. No, Martin Luther King, his dad. Oh. Yeah, but his dad was... A I wanted to know, are you saving Martin Luther King Jr. from being assassinated, or are you saving his dad from whatever happened to him? Old age, presumably. No, I was going to sure. save Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. from assassination. I think the world would be totally different. Well, significantly better for Do that. You, but you know what? I might revise the answer and go, the Library of Alexandria, because we would have been so mar- far advanced, and we would have been beyond the nuclear age, right, that... We would we would have been able to get rid of all nukes and not have a nuclear catastrophe. Nuclear, yep, which is possible. Nailed it. Right? And uh, I don't know, you guys. You know what? I, I read a book. I read a book. I know. I think you made a big deal about yeah. reading a book. Yeah, it's crazy. So, this book was out of this world. Didn't you hear the opening song? Yeah, I did. We Rick, did. you definitely get the book club trophy. Whatever. How was your book, book, Mike? Did you I, read your book? I did. I finished uh, The Lost Founding Father about John Quincy Adams. You might have noticed the tattoo on my arm. We talked about it last week. The book has been completed. I'm a loser, a but you actually read. get text from your book tattooed to your freaking arm. Yeah. Like, what? wow, I read a book. I talked about do it. You, you, do, you the... got a book and you had to get a tattoo to prove it. Yeah, you could get the... Well, look at me. Drake, I read a book. You could get the Drake equation tattooed on your arm if that'd you be, want. That would be badass. But then or people would probably think I was smart in science. And I am not. Fifty Shades of Grey? I probably misspelled Grey. Is that G-R-A-Y or E-Y? Uh, I don't know. Who gives I a shit? Okay. If you're worried about spelling in that book, you have picked up the wrong book. <laughs> Right. Okay, so Mike, your book, it's great. Is that all? Is that all you got to talk about? Well, uh, I really yeah, sold no, it. but I highly recommend it. The stuff that John Quincy Adams did uh, after his presidency but continued to serve the country was amazing. And, Spare us um, the overcommunication. Three bullets, okay? Take a note. <laughs> oh, Take a note. Yeah, I'm sorry. He okay. works in education, so he's going to yes. write a long-winded email me? about this. Right. You have. Mm. So here's what I'll say. John Quincy Adams finishes. First of all, he was way uh, overqualified to be president. Most qualified president we've ever had. Okay, period. that's one. Next, mm-hmm. after he served, he continued to serve the country by going back uh, and serving in Congress. Okay. Two. Awesome. Uh, and final bullet, thankfully. Third and final one. Yes. Oh, you don't like slavery? Thank John Quincy Adams. He was way ahead of everybody else on that. And he talked the... Uh, the at the time, they were the Democrats. He talked the Democrats into corners where they were eating their words of what they had just said. Mm-hmm. And he would get them into these, tra- he would talk them into a trap and then he'd be like, great. So you agree with me that slavery is dumb and we need to get rid of it. Uh, the guy was a genius. He was way ahead of everybody else. That's great. That's great. Sounds like an interesting And book. he's underappreciated. Name of the book again? The Lost Founding Father. Interesting. I might actually pick that up, Michael. 
Yeah, you made I've got about six or seven books in the queue. I don't know if you guys do that. You go to a bookstore, walk out with like nine books and like, well, I got my work cut out for me. Kathy, how's your book reading going? Good. I actually read the same book twice this summer. Mm -hmm, Because it was hard to understand the first time? uh, No, because I really got a lot of inspiration from it. It's called uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. She wrote a book called Big Magic. And it's all about being creative. And um, it was really, I I loved it so much that I actually reread the book again. Okay. I want to do this service to you. Remember last time we talked about book club and I crapped all over this author and the Eat, Pray, Love Yes. Book of the week. You know, Oprah yeah. says it's a great book, so I'm going to read it now. Yeah. That's just Rick being a blowhard dick again, you know? But I want to be a nice guy and um, let you tell us all about it. Sell us. Give us three bullets. I don't know if I can give three bullets. Just overall, I just think if it's a, if you're if you are a creative person mm-hmm. and you feel like, you know, you have these things that you want to get out and get out into the world, mm-hmm. um, read this book because it, you know, she doesn't take herself very seriously. It's not about sacrificing for your art. Yep. It's really just about the joy of it and, and getting it out there and how, you know, ideas and all, all of those kinds of things come to you and what, what you do with it. It really just actually took a lot of pressure off me for what I'm trying to do, but at the same time inspired me. Good. That sounds a lot like Ch- Chicken Soup for the Soul, 101 Stories to Open the Heart and Rekindle the Spirit by best-selling authors Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. Did you yeah. ever read that one? It, uh, you mean all 26 um, yeah. volumes of it? Yeah. Absolutely, I did. I thought so. That's mm-hmm. good. Kathy, honest, uh, legit question here? Yeah. Mine was too. Yeah, I know, but um, <laughs> is this chiclet? Let me, let me break that up into two words. Oh. Chick lit is this chick lit? no 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 i think it's it's because uh, she she's a um, mike and i could read this and take something away yeah, from yeah. it she's she's an established author but you know like again it's not you know some of it's dumb luck and some of it's you know just being open to stuff no i think that if you're a creative person that you would find something in that i was pleasantly surprised by that Kathy, you had a good bit that um, you brought to us, the community education thing. Right. This is a Tri-County Regional Vocational Technical High School Continuing Education Program. Yeah. And uh, we only have a few minutes, but I'd like to just go through a few more of them. because. What are we going to do this time, Kathy? Last time we had to guess how much it would cost. Right. What do you want to do this time? Well, uh, I kind of just want to stay with what we've got right now. I do want to change it up the next time, okay. but this time I do want to see how much you would spend. Can I make a request that... Yeah. One week we play where we have to guess the credentials of the person that's teaching it. I love it. So yeah. last time it was like, this guy used to be an English teacher. Right. And th- that was great. That was great. Here's the thing. Some of the ones I have tonight do not have the credentials, so I apologize. Oh. But here we go. First one, the A, B, C, and Ds of Medicare. You go through the ins and outs of Medicare, including giving you a better understanding of what Medicare does cover and what it does not. Break down benefits and costs for each part and explain your rights on what to sign up for for Medicare. Discuss how it relates to someone still working at 65 and what credible coverage means and much more. Oh it's one class. It's on a Wednesday. It's two hours of your time. How much would you pay? Twelve dollars. <sighs> Ten. Let's move on. That was that. That's what you come out of the gate with, freaking Medicare. <laughs> it was nineteen dollars, and yes. Okay, good. You Next know what? One. You know why you're not excited about it? Because there's no music to go with this. Oh. Well, okay. Because you keep you keep delivering. Uh, no, that's not the right one. Turn it up too. 
Nope, that's classifieds. Forget yeah. it. I'm keep going. <laughs> okay. Next one. Basic small engine and yard equipment repair. Now we're talking. This Stop is Stop a... throwing out those lawnmowers yeah. and trimmers and chainsaws and snowblowers and ex-wives. Just won't start. Come learn to repair them yourselves and perform preventative maintenance that will help you avoid those frustrating problems and finally get your money's worth from your yard equipment. There's more to it, but here's the thing. It's four classes, Thursday and Tuesdays, two hours of your time each time. And how much would you pay for it? Uh, that one I'd pay 100 bucks. Okay. Because of repairs. It's four classes. Well, it's eight hours total. Ooh. Is the, 80 bucks. Is the 10 joke, bucks a class. Is the joke hour. about your ex-wives really in there? No, I wrote that Oh, okay. In. So that changes the price. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's $60. dollars one ninety nine. Wow. Okay, I take it. But here's the thing. Great thing about this class is that that's basics. They have an advanced small engine and yard equipment oh, repair class. Us. 100 bucks is bring your own lawnmower. We'll fix that it thing up for you. It covers the internal workings Which of the two and four stroke the internal old. combination engines, options for alternative fuel co- conversions, advanced diagnostic strategies. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. You get it. You that's get cool. It. That's how a great class. Want? That's a great father son class. And then you go build a golf cart. Okay. Together. How much did you pay for that? Memories. Same, same thing. Four classes. You do it with your kid. Build I a golf know. cart. Like it's Kathy, that's the prerequisite to build a golf cart. Don't uh, go, be fooled, go-kart. Kathy. Rick has not taken that class. He is currently building a doghouse with his kids, and it is not the correct size for Rex. It is far too small. Nice. And my son Charlie realized that. So you are fat shaming your dog. <laughs> no, I printed out doghouse plans. I'm like a doghouse is a doghouse. It's a standard size. I've never seen like variables in doghouses. So I start building this doghouse to spec. I got it all framed out step back and charlie says i think that's too small <laughs> and i'm like damn it you're right buddy this the charlie, dog couldn't even turn around inside this thing and you'd have charlie to you'd have to belly crawl to get in face at, at the pickup collar. line has right. been chewing on his collar and he was like dad i think this is the wrong size yeah and rick was like oh man with a henna tattoo that says my dad's a guy who can't build a proper dog house well how I much know. did you pay for this this course well, well, i thought it was 199 the advanced one? Oh, the yeah, advanced I, I, one. It'd just be another $199. But you know what? Take both classes, 300 bucks. Okay, they don't Two have people. a combo, but I like that. And it was 199 You guys are exactly right. Mm-hmm. And that's how you play this game. Was that not interesting? It was okay. It was good. But let's um, close the show I mean, now. Okay. You read like 14 pages of Cosmo. All right, without further ado, today we learned a lot. We learned... Uh, too much via overcommunication. We learned about going back to school and how the kids are doing. And we learned about Cosmos. We, we got a lot more from Carl Sagan than Kathy and I asked for. <laughs> May I go out on a limb and suggest we probably got more than the listeners wanted as well. Rick was asking, what does a do even mean? And I was like, I'm not sure. And as soon as I said that, I went, I think it means goodbye, but I don't know. I looked it up. It does indeed. That's a different ado. A-D-O, adieu. It means of insignificance, nothing. Yeah, but we've changed it to adieu to be goodbye. So, without further scuttle adieu, I would like to wish everybody a happy week. Enjoy your day and goodbye from us at Small Town Scuttle Adieu. Hey, Scuttlebuds, special announcement. We are going to take Labor Day weekend off, that like the whole week. We're going to stretch it out. 
okay? We're just gonna refresh and rejuvenate, okay? And when we come back, we're gonna come at you even better and ready to rock and roll, okay? Toodles.